What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. And welcome in to DNVR Bets Daily. Another Friday, another Game 7. And, uh, you know, while we prep for this Avs Game 7, and we're going to get into all of that and, uh, you know, tons of props and lines to consider with everything. And then we've got double Game 7 day in the NHL. And I'm instituting a new rule. Every Game 7 from here on out, we must make a pick. Must. Okay, okay. I can get in on that. Uh... Wasn't that chill? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, Henry, as as my mother's favorite, James Taylor, would say, I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. That's how I felt yesterday. Those sunny days came to an end yesterday. Yeah, that was a rough night. I I think what made it worse is that first quarter. Looks so good in the first quarter. That first quarter looked so good. And Jokic is doing everything we had expected of him. Yes, yes, We've been pounding the table saying this is a Jokic series. The last one was a Jamal series. And he did that. And then he finished the game with 15-3-3, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, things just kind of fell off. He was on path to get what we thought he'd be. He just, you know, it the game was such a blowout that they rightfully rested the starters for most of the game. Yeah. That there were moments early on where it was like, Oh my gosh, he's doing it one-on-one. He's dominating Zubak. And then when they're doubling, he's just slinging it to open shooters and they were draining shots. And it was really, I I was feeling it. I was dialed in. um, And then none of the props hit. MPJ was so close to going over six and a half rebounds. So close, man. Um, but yeah, none of the Jokic props hit because he just didn't play enough. I emotionally hedged and kind of smartly hedged because we could get a parlay where we're combining the under and the Clippers to win at plus 130. And if you just took the Nuggets money line, they were plus 350. So one way or another, I was guaranteed a small profit. So at least I got that point three units uh for the clippers and the under hitting because it was you know there were two scenarios close nuggets win or blowout from the clippers it ended up being yep. a blowout from the clippers that's okay you if there was one to rest the starters and kind of play like this this was the one no rockies yesterday canucks extend the series over there another great example of you know in the playoffs with professionals at the highest level like this Anything can happen in one game, and when you're getting like plus two hundred odds on anyone, like you were with the Canucks yesterday, might as well take it. Totally agree. Totally agree. And that's kind of been our strategy for the last couple of days. And I really think that that should be the strategy going forward. You know, there are more games today. The the Canucks game, like you said, is tonight. The game seven. It's another one where they're the underdog and pretty heavy underdog, considering oh, yeah. it is a game seven. Sprinkle that. You know, there's that's going on. You have the Heat, who are still underdogs despite winning the first two. Again, that game's a toss-up. I oh. think I think that that is our strategy at this point. Is like, if you're in the playoffs here, like, at this stage, oh, yeah. you can win a game. And if you're an underdog, that's possible. probably some good value. Speaking of anything can happen, 
did you see the end of that Toronto game? Whoa. Oh, that's wild. incredible. Yeah. That that was an incredible play. Like that pass from Kyle Lowry oh over Taco gosh, Fall. Crazy. Like and out, the outstretched arms of Taco Fall. So I'm I know glad those, you're mentioning those things are what? Yes. 11 feet off the ground? Like the, his <laughs> fingertips way up there? Over nine feet for sure. I don't sure. know how yeah. tall people work, but I do know that that was an incredible pass all the way across the court. Insane. And Anunobi knocks down the three. Just catch and shoot like yep. butter. And Insane. In an instant. Turns a series that I was sure was 3-0 into 2-1. done. Now what happens? Yeah. I think the Celtics still win, honestly. But but those kind of momentum swings in the bubble where everything is just internal motivations. Yeah. Ooh, I think that's huge, man. It could be. I think that's huge. And speaking of momentum, speaking of internal motivations, they were down. They've suffered through a ton of injuries. Things haven't always gone their way, but they've stormed back from down 3-1 and now force a Game 7. The Avalanche, as they have been consistently every game this series, are minus 125 coming into this Game 7. What's your read on this, man? I, another one of these where I see two scenarios. Chippy, kind of ugly, could be anyone's game, plays a little more into the stars mm -hmm. and what oh, they're yeah. trying to do. Or it's one of these where the Avs come out fast. They're able to kind of impose their will. Finally, maybe get some power play goals and the, they cover the puck line. The over is covered um, and they kind of take care of business. And it's more of a stress-free game seven win. What I'm doing is making two bets here. Mm -hmm. um, I am taking the Avalanche money line. But I'm okay. also going to take an alternate line. Um, yeah. The Avs minus two and a half which made me some money last time they played when I took that because they did win by the three goals. And with that, Avalanche minus two and a half, this is going to be my parlay for the day. I'm going to take that with the Heat to win and the Vancouver Canucks plus one and a half. That's plus about 1,700 odds. And I'm feeling pretty good about those picks. So that's Avs minus two and a half, which you get at plus 340. Yep. Nice odds right there. Yep. Heat, what are the heat money line? Plus 170, yep. Okay, Ooh, I like that. And then the Canucks, who are what, plus 185? Um, I'm taking them at plus one and a half goals. Oh. At minus 143. Oh. See, because that's still some really good value. Okay, excellent. Yep. And so I'm confident that Canucks one will hit. That Heat one is a toss-up, and I honestly think that Avs one, to win by three, is pretty close to a toss-up. Because if they're up one or two late, you have the potential for the late the goals. Netter. You know, it's... I don't know. It's worth a shot, and that's going to be my one bold shot today is those three. I don't mind that one bit. I, um, I'm i going to stick with the over and the puck line that have been uh, so reliable for these abs uh, thus far in these playoffs. But really, as the headline of this uh, show would suggest, we need to get into some props. We do. He's on an incredible point streak, and yet you're getting some really nice value on some of these Nathan McKinnon props for starters, two score plus one seventeen. That seems like a good bet. I mean, he's yeah, been it's happening. Yeah, yeah, it is happening. And you know what I like? Even just a little bit more than that. And we've had this conversation before. The last yeah. time the Az played, I trust the points a little bit more. Sometimes somebody plays really well and they don't get yep. the goal. It goes off the post. They still sure. get the assist. And that's why I tend to take the points instead. But right now, Nathan McKinnon is a. Uh, the line is set at one and a half points, which means you need two for the over to hit. But there's an odds boost that brings that up to plus 135. 
Oh, wow. So take advantage yeah, of the odds boost when they offer it to you. At least two points is plus 110, but then you can boost that. Uh, that's nice. Yep. It was weird he wasn't shooting as much in the last game. He was really trying to distribute more, and that has lowered shots on goal for Mac to over under three and a half. Now, the over set at minus 240. Don't love the value, though, uh, there too much, but interesting that they've lowered that as kind of an adjustment from how he was playing last game. Miko, on the other hand, over two and a half, minus 148, and some nice value on Miko to score as well at plus 195. I like both of those. I feel those are pretty safe, and I feel the way Mac and Miko were playing off of each other, that's going to hit as well. Yep, I agree. I'm going to keep that Nathan McKinnon over one and a half odds boost in my bet slip. I'm going to stay away from the Nathan McKinnon goal just because I don't want to overexpose myself there, and I'm going to take that Miko goal. Nice. I like it. And then, you know, I'm coming back to it. I'm coming back to Kale McCarr, two points or more, plus 300. I keep seeing that. It's been really close. Almost He's got it once for me. I mean, this is a big reason why my, my units are so high is hitting these Kale props. So I think he's going to have a big game seven. I think, you know, because it's game seven, they're going to count on him and he's going to have a ton of minutes. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just think finally they're going to break this streak and get some power play goals. And I think Hill will be involved in that. And that's how we get to these two points. I think that's about all I've got in this series. Anyone else, you know, Landy should be back. Uh, though I I don't quite know what to expect from him. Plus 205 to score a goal. Yeah. I don't know that that's great value if he's, you know, maybe not 100%. I'm, I'm staying away. Okay. And then the other game seven in the NHL, you've already mentioned you're putting the Canucks in a parlay. Plus 180. Yeah. Uh, I, or the plus one and a half goal. Oh, right, right, goal, right, 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 right. The, yeah. And that's a minus 143. Yeah, but in terms of a bet, I do think that uh, just taking that money line is a good value because I do think that this game is a toss-up. I just, because it is a parlay, a because the odds are so good, I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit just to make sure that I get my uh, get my my win. Yeah, it's a total toss-up, which is why I like this plus 180 going into uh, game seven, another one of these games. Momentum's all towards Vancouver, and they're kind of playing with house money. They are. I mean, this is a young team. Shouldn't even really have been in the playoffs. They're fighting against this more veteran Vegas team that's really, you know, all in on trying to win now. Um, so yeah, I just think you're getting great value in, a, in Game 7. And I love that, you know, this isn't a regular timeline. That plus 180, they can win in overtime. Anything can yep. happen. So yep. uh, that's a butte right there. At the and very least, you're probably going to get some cash out value at some point. Yeah, if you, if you yep. get to yep. the point where yep. you're like, oh, I'm not so sure they're actually going to pull it out. Maybe they're up a goal. Maybe it's tied, and you're in the second, third period, and they're willing to give your money back plus a little bit. Maybe it gets to overtime. Yeah. Those those underdogs can give you some value that way too. Any consideration to hedging at all with the Stars? I know a lot of us have some futures and series lines in here. I'm not sure I see. The, the problem is there's not great value. There isn't. Like I could endorse a soft hedge. Yeah, but beyond that, yeah, I honestly, go too crazy. If if I'm hedging, I might be taking them to to win the Western Conference. You know, for them to go through and win this next series, and you know, at least at least give myself right. a chance at some value if I am right. going to hedge, because I'm not willing to hedge more than you know a unit, which in the end really isn't going to hedge all that much compared to what I have on the Evs. 
I like that. That makes a little more sense. Yeah, plus 385, you could get the See, stars as conference winners. That already is a much uh, a sounder strategy, especially if the Canucks were to win. Especially if the Canucks were to win, and that's a toss-up. Yeah, that's that's right. Two games in the NBA today. We have that Heat Bucks, which we've mentioned already, plus 170. It should be reversed the way they've played so far, and the 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 options they have at the end of games are just night and day with these two teams. It's true, it's true. Yeah, no, the the Heat presents some real value right now. I just think the Bucks are reeling, and it just it hasn't just been in the playoffs where they've you know they lost to the Magic early. Um, even in the bubble, they just haven't looked like that same regular season team. And and the difference is, you know, it's it's Jimmy Butler surrounded by a bunch of shooters. And it's Giannis surrounded by a bunch of shooters. And maybe you like Jimmy Butler a lot less than Giannis, I guess, which is probably the right take. But Miami's shooters are actually, like, good shooters, whereas the Bucks just seem to be super streaky. And I'm just taking Miami, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Harrow, yeah. all those guys yeah. who just knock down the threes yeah. when they get them. And that's going to be enough to beat this team because the Bucks' whole strategy this entire season has basically been, like, we're not letting anybody get to the rim. Take these shots, though. Take these outside mm -hmm. shots. Um, and yeah, the Heat are saying the Heat thank are going you very to make much. Those. Yeah. And then if there's one game where, even though I'm getting the plus 200, plus 225, in fact, on the Rockets against the Lakers, feels very much like the Nuggets last night. Um, kind of a, a team on fumes who barely won game seven coming into a team against a favorite who's got some rest. And I yep. think the Lakers handle them. Pretty easily, though, a really interesting series with the kind of contrast of styles that's going on with the Lakers having that bigger Twin Towers bully ball approach and the Rockets being the ultimate, like, 3 and D small ball team. So, yeah, that'll um, be fun to watch. I have one more uh, pick I want to add for that Heat game. Yeah. There is an odds boost, and that is on Jimmy Butler over 20 and a half points Ooh. and the Heat to win at plus 510. Whoa. Looking back, so he only had 13 points in that last game. Game before that, he went for 40 against the Bucs. Um, in the first series, which was the sweep, he had 28, 18, 27, 6. The six points came when he was playing 14 fewer minutes than his average in the playoffs. I love that. I really that love that. value, that's I really nice. Really Put that down that. as an official. That's plus 550? Plus 510. <whistles> yeah. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. I tell you, yesterday, one of the things that somewhat salvaged my night beyond that emotional hedge on the clips was those some of those baseball picks I had. Lance Lynn did go over the strikeouts, mm -hmm. though the Texas uh, the Rangers did lose. Um, and I'm forgetting the other one I had, but there was another uh, baseball W mm -hmm. in there from yesterday. And, oh, it was the Blue Jays over five and a half against the Red Sox, which is always uh, pretty automatic. I think you could start doing that with the Rockies. The way the Rockies have been pitching, they're going to face the Dodgers. The over-under is set at nine in this game. I think the over is a safe bet. I wonder what the Dodgers over is. Five and a half. Was just going to get to that, mm. and I like that. I really like uh, that. Plus 108. Plus odds on that. Plus okay. odds. Okay, yeah. I'm in on that, too. And look, Senza's been good. Senza's maybe been the most reliable yeah, I would pitcher say so. on the Rockies staff. But um, it's the Dodgers. It's the Dodgers. It's the Dodgers. They've been on fire. 
the Rockies have been the exact opposite. You hope that this day off helps them figure some things out. They are plus 205 favorites, while uh, minus 250 favorites for Dustin May, uh, despite Dustin May being on the mound for the Dodgers. Look, if you wanted to say this is more of a perception line, the Rockies do have the better pitching on the mound, plus 205 is good value. Yeah. You wouldn't be wrong, but we've seen it with Freeland. We've seen it with Herman. We've just... I just can't do it. Yeah, the, the, the matchups on paper look favorable in part because the early season stats are, t- are still impacting ERAs and whips and what have you. But these Rockies are not the Rockies we were seeing before. So, um, yeah, I, just do yourself a favor. Uh, don't, don't, like, take the Dodgers money line or anything. But, you know, you can take the Dodgers over. The, the way the Rockies are winning right now is in a shootout, not in a pitching duel, Agreed. I don't think so. Agreed. Anything else? Any other uh, juicy odds boosts? We got playoffs in the golf world. What is going on? Dustin Johnson hasn't even uh, golfed yet, and he's starting at minus 10, and Colin Morikawa starting at minus 5. So uh, some wacky tournaments going on this weekend with that. It's tough. It's it's really tough to pick one. You know, this is going to go through the weekend. It's going to go into Monday. I'm going to be much more confident betting on this on Monday than right now. Because to be honest, I, I this is my first time like consistently watching golf tournaments. And it's mostly because it was the first sport to come back. Yeah. And so I've like watched the Tour Championship before. I've watched these things before. But I haven't come into those with like a perception of what's really going to go on. And mm-hmm. so I don't feel like I have like a strong background in terms of what to expect in a Tour Championship. And so I kind of do just want to see things shake out for a couple days before I commit to anybody just because golf is so hard to bet on in the first place, I don't want to start this tournament by losing money on the first day on somebody who's going to go three over and just pull themselves out of it. I like that. Well, it's a weird golf tournament to bet on because they're starting off with like a predetermined handicap with guys already. So yeah, I too will kind of, uh, you know, see what happens here. There's plenty of our favorites, you know, Victor Havland and, uh, Honest Abe is out there, yep. and DJ's there, and you know Morikawa, uh, big, gotta, gotta big say tone. Colin Morikawa, right of course, is there. So Justin Thomas, never a bad bet. And once again, a UFC this Saturday. It's another main event with uh, one of the two fighters training in Colorado. It's a uh, Dutch oh. phenom, Alistair Overeem. Yep. Uh, against uh, Brazilian Augusto Sakai. We've both seen these guys fairly recently. Sakai, man, I think this is a massive jump in level of competition for him. Overeems, uh, he's shown time and time again how tough he is, how well-rounded and versed he is at minus 159. I think you're getting some pretty nice value on Overeem here. So, yeah, There were some odds boosts uh, on that, too. Oh, lay it on. Yeah, um, yeah. I was looking earlier. I got to pull and these up real quick. Hank does that, of course. All these odds boosts, all these odds, all these different bets, and uh, like the the in-game hedge parlay I did. These are all from DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one top-rated app out there. Sign up now and use promo code DNVR, and you'll get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week one of the NFL season. Bet $1.00. And win one hundred if they win. That's one dollar to win one hundred dollars when you use promo code DNVR during sign up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be twenty one or older. Colorado only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred. All right, UFC odds boost, baby. 
Alistair Overeem to win by KO, TKO, mm. or DQ. I like, that. I like that. Boosted from plus 150 to plus 175. We doing it? I think we're doing it. I think we're doing that. All right. That's uh, we'll too to good a value to pass up. And Sakai's one of these aggressive stand-up fighters who's going to force the issue. And if I believe Overeem's going to win, yeah, it could go to a decision. But Sakai's probably going to put him in a spot where he's got to finish him. And Overeem has the tools to do that. So I like that. Best of luck to you, my friend, this weekend. Uh, best of luck to the Avs and all of us watching Game 7. I believe bars are sold out, but, you know, yep. come check us out this weekend. Uh, we'll have plenty more stuff, knock on wood. And, yeah, thanks for listening in, guys. We'll see you Monday.